Hello and welcome to the countdown on Raider Radio WRDR for April 15th. I'm Casey Williams and I'm joined by Jeff, Matt, Kayo, and our newest member, Sergi. Today we're going to be going over sports news that's been going on and cover some local Watertown sports news too. To start off, um, Jeffrey's going to be giving us a weather forecast on the day. As of right now, it is 50 degrees, but it's mostly cloudy, not a sunny day today. And we should be expecting some rain later on today and rain tomorrow. But the whole week and all the way through Tuesday is amazing weather. We should get outside. It's nice and sunny. And April break is looking very sunny. So make sure everyone gets out. Yeah, and with our, um, with our Watertown sports announcements, we have our um, football team has a game this Saturday, and so does the track team. And hopefully the football team can come back from a, a loss against uh, Wilmington last Saturday. And um, now we're going to be going to um, uh, some steals and deals. Matt, he's going to give us some updates on what's going on in the soccer world. Uh, some steals and deals that are going on is Irving Holland, one of like the youngest slash best strikers in the world from Borussia Dortmund, is in talks with Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Juventus. Um, Another deal is that Juve are like planning to do a swap deal with Ronaldo. And Juve is going to give PSG uh, Moise Keane and Nacardi in a, in a swap deal for Ronaldo. But I, I don't think this deal will happen likely. And uh, another steal and deal is uh, Jesse Lingard is doing pretty good for West Ham. So Man United is trying to bring him back or trying to sell him to get big money from West Ham. And and we have some local Champions League news with Kyle. Yesterday, we had two games. We had Liverpool against Real Madrid and Dortmund against Man City. Uh, Man City uh, took the win yesterday with 2-1 with Man Mr. and Foden goals and Liverpool and Real Madrid still on side, no goals for them. And for the uh, the PSG and Bayer, Bayer won even though they won from with away goals. PSG still passed to the next to the semifinals. And same thing happened happened to Chelsea and Porto. Proto took the dub that game, but they needed to score more goals that they didn't score and they lost that. Yeah, now um, we got some hot takes. And so one of my hot takes is that Corbin Burns for the Milwaukee Brewers will finish at least top two. For um, the Cy Young Award, he currently has 18.1 innings pitched with 30 strikeouts and no walks, which is very impressive. And this is 
very surprising because he's kind of a casual, having a pretty high ERA in the past. So I don't think anyone really expected him to have this type of start. So I think um, he'll finish pretty good at the end of the season for the Cy Young. And now Sergi's going to be giving us some news about the UFC world. Some quick news about the UFC from the past weekend, uh, starting with one of the greatest heavyweight matchups, which was on UFC 260, where the now former champion Stipe Miocic lost his title defense against Francis Ngannou uh, via second round KO. This is a crazy fight because in the first one, Stipe kind of outclassed him and in every skill set and dominated him the whole fight. And speaking of Angano, his uh, his appearance in the Joe Rogan podcast revealed many interesting facts about him, which made his victory a lot more satisfying for him because of all the hardships he's been through. Uh, some other UFC news, the UFC pound for pound list rankings were updated after the undefeated Russian fighter Khabib retire, retired and John Jones, which is a heavyweight contender who moved up from a division below that, is back to number one pound for pound rankings and Ngannou muscled his way into the top 10 now. I don't know much about UFC, but isn't um, Francis like one of the hardest like punchers like in the whole UFC and stuff like that? Yeah, they compared his punch to a um, like a car going like I forget which car, but it was a car going like 45 miles an hour or 60 miles an hour, something like crazy. Oh, that's crazy. I wouldn't want to get hit by that. I'm going to pass it on to uh, Kayo for updates on Watertown Sports. Or Jeffrey for top plays of the day. Top plays of the day. We're going to start off with the NBA, of course. In the NBA, there's been a couple people getting put on post rides lately. A lot of people been getting dunked on. But sad news is that Lamelo Ball broke his hand, which is affected. Well, a lot of people said it's affected his rookie of the year running. But We'll see about that. Hornets is still doing pretty good without him. Miles Bridges elevated pretty high above the rim. Zach Levine, there's video of him like going eye level with the rim, like his head was above the rim, like something crazy like that. And besides those two things, there's nothing really super big besides, actually, I lied. Um, There was a big fight. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but um, he got ejected because he pushed Dennis Schroeder, and Dennis Schroeder, like, tried to help him up. So he, like, picked up Dennis Schroeder and slammed him, and he got ejected, and I'm pretty sure he's going to get fined later on. Oh, um, one thing I'd add, like, one for, like, one of the top plays probably pro- happened yesterday, but it was uh, Luka Dantich's one-legged game winner. It's 
probably a pretty good play. I don't know much about basketball, but Jeff, what do you think about that play? I mean, in game, a one-leg shot alone is pretty tough to make, but under that type of pressure and for a game winner, pretty impressive, I say. And I also saw that um, Curry had 11 uh, threes in the third quarter, I think, in 29 minutes for 42 points. So I thought that was just impressive. He also just passed Will Chamberlain for the most score, like highest leading score on Golden State Warriors. So that was another pretty big thing that just happened. And yeah. Uh-huh. Now, some of my picks. Um, today we got eight MLB games being played, including the Red Sox versus the Twins. Even with the Red Sox win streak today, I think Garrett Richard with Garrett Richards on the mound, who has a 10.29 ERA. Um, he's going to struggle today versus the Twins when the Twins have Michael Pineda on the mound. He had some trouble with the Red Sox in 2014 while he was with the Yankees after getting caught with pine tar in his neck. So he got a fine, a suspension, and he got ejected from the game. And um, But Pineda's been off to a pretty good start this season, so I think he'll be able to end the Red Sox, I think, eight or ten game win streak today, later today. It seems that uh, the Red Sox have been doing some things right. And um, J.D. Martinez is starting to heat up. And I think he had three home runs the other day, a couple of days ago, which is pretty impressive. So, and Verdugo had a pretty good game yesterday. So, they're back on track now with better pitching. And um, their offense is definitely a lot better. Oh, hey, did they, how many games did they win? Uh, last time we were we had the show, they were like 0 3. Yeah, I think they're at, um, I think they're at 8 or 10. Three last time we talked, and now at one nine straight. And um, another thing that happened in the MLB world yesterday was that Anthony Rodon uh, threw a no-hitter, which is the second in one week, which never really happens. And he was close to a, a perfect game, but with one out left in the ninth, he hit Perez in the top of the foot, which ended his perfect game. And he had an altercation with Perez after that. 
telling him that he could have moved out of the way so he could have had his perfect game, which hasn't happened many times in baseball ever. And um, MLB history, and MLB has been around for a pretty long time over a hundred years. So it would have been nice to make history, but he was close. We couldn't finish it off in the last inning. Uh, and now with uh, some like soccer news slash games going on today, we have the Europa League playing. We have Ajax versus, Ajax versus uh, AS Roma. Roma right now has a two goal advantage, two to one on aggregate to uh, Ajax. And we have Man United playing uh, Granada. Man United has a two goal advantage as well. And we have uh, SKL Prague versus Arsenal. And right now it's tied. Both teams have scored one goal. And then we have Villarreal versus D Zargveg, a team from Croatia that's made it pretty far in this tournament. Uh, and But Villarreal have this one goal lead on them. All games happening at 3 p.m. today. So you said, what league was that? What soccer league? Uh, Europa. So, like, it's, like, below the Champions League. Uh, is there any, like, what major players are in that league? Are they not in that league? Uh, the only one I can really think about, not really major team. No, not really major player, but major team is probably, like, Man United and Arsenal. They used to be, like, one of, like, the two best in England. And now they're, like, they're doing pretty good but they're not as the best they, as they could be. Oh, so they can just drop leagues if they're yeah. not. They you, go to the, uh, you go to the Europa League if, like, you got, uh, like, third place in the Champions League. It's kind of hard to explain. It's like a table, like a group stage. And who's ever in third just gets put in the Europa League. How many, like, spots is there? Like, is it just first, second, third, and third is last? Uh, for Europa League, it's 32 rounds, like 32 rounds, then round of 16, then quarter, then semi, and then final. So it's like kind of like longer than Champions League. So if you come in first in the Europa League, you can move up to the Champions? Yeah. Let's see. And um, right now with the, the Bruins, they've been having some trouble with goalies. Hawk and Tuka Rask are both out. Um, 
having some problems with his back and Halak has COVID right now. So they have two young goalies coming in to play in cover for them. And they've been doing all right. Swayman, he's been very confident lately. But after his first one, he's been kind of um, going downhill from now. They lost, I think, eight, eight to something the other day, which is pretty bad. So at Watertown High School, spring sports were a little delayed because of COVID, but they are starting up April 26th. But also they got a winter sport playing during the spring, and that is wrestling. Wrestling starts the following Monday after break, and they're going to be following a nine-week season. And apparently our wrestling team is a pretty dominant team in the Middlesex League. Um, but... As far as different spring sports, like lacrosse is going to be held, like a bunch of different sports are going to be played and they're going to go through the like summer. So that should be a lot of fun. So you guys should sign up, get out, try something new. Yeah, the, um, the signings just open up for spring sports. So you can talk to Chase Smith and email her. You'll be able to sign up and get ready for um, whatever sport you want to play. There's outdoor track, uh, wrestling, like Jeff said, lacrosse, and um, baseball and softball. Casey, I know you're a pretty big baseball person, but like, um, how good is our baseball team, personally? Like, what do you think is going to be the best sport? This um, I don't think baseball is going to be the best sport. Uh, I think we'll probably finish below 500. So I think we'll have more losses than wins. So not looking so good with, um, I don't know if you guys know Justin. He's the one who came from um, Uganda. He's like a freak athlete. And um, he tore something in his knee, like, 10 months ago so he can't catch anymore so that's kind of a, a big loss because catching is really important so he might be able to play in that outfield but we don't, we don't really know yet he says he'll be able to play but I don't know if the doctors can be able to clear him or anything like that so if we can get him back that may be a, a big help Are you guys here playing any um, spring sports? Me personally, no. I'm currently trying to finish up the football season. So do you um do you do any like martial arts or anything like that, like boxing or anything, or do you just um like watching like UFC and stuff like that? No, I box and uh, speaking of wrestling, I'm a wrestler, but. I was going to say our wrestling team's going to do pretty good this year because last year we went like 25 and 11 or something. But this year, all the like top guys are bunched up between uh, 
like there's weight classes and all the good guys are bunched up between 152 and like 170, which is not good because that's like three weight classes and we need it to be like more spread out so we can get more points and more guys on the mat. That's it. Yeah, who's the top wrestler? I know like um, Cam is pretty good. And then I know isn't Sebastian the, the captain, I think. Sebastian and Haraj were captains, but there's a lot of good wrestlers on that team, like Lucas, Ahmed. I don't know if you guys know him, but yeah, Bo he's mad good. Oh yeah, I've seen um, Bo's like jujitsu video mm -hmm. uh, two years ago in eighth grade. He showed me, and um, I think he's like spraying kids' wrists or something. But yeah, for someone that's not tall, he's definitely strong. Especially for his weight, because the lowest weight class is 106. And last year, he was like 99 pounds. And he was just killing kids. But yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I bet they, um, they um, like, it's definitely unexpected from the other team, just seeing by his size. But I know he's a, he's pretty strong for his size. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Jeff, what's your um, thoughts on NBA and who do you think is going to finish with like the best record and um, win the championship? Well, with LeBron James and Anthony Davis being out with injuries. Lakers was dominating, dominating the West, but it's not looking likely as a drastic return that they're going to do amazingly well. But if we all, like, I know you guys aren't big basketball people, but, like, I'm pretty sure you guys all saw, like, the big trades happening with Brooklyn. Like how Blake Griffin... All of these players just started going like good players, and but actually they're currently ranked second in the Eastern Conference because they lost to the 76ers last night, one twenty three to one seventeen. So that puts them in second place. But personally, I feel like that is still slightly a chance. I feel like overall Brooklyn's going to take the Eastern Conference, but I still feel like if Boston could turn it around, because we already are playoff contenders, but I feel like if we just tweak some things, that there's still a pretty decent amount of hope. But I actually think from like winning the championship, I think Utah Jazz are going to win because they're the number one ranked team through the whole NBA because they currently have a record of 41 and 14. So they are pretty good, and they're only 25 and 3 at home. So Utah Jazz at home is a pretty scary sight for people. Who's, um like, the stars for the Jazz? The star players, definitely Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Yeah, just looking at the, the Nets lineup, the roster – I thought they'd definitely dominate and be like a dream team, but maybe like the chemistry is just not working for all like the stars. Maybe their ego is getting, getting to them. 
Yeah, when you bring like four or five franchise players on one team, there's only so much that's gonna get in the way. Like you have James Harden. I thought James Harden and Kyrie and Kevin Durant alone would start problems. Then you added Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge. It was just a lot. No, no, we'll see how it turns out. Yeah, definitely. Too many good players could probably be a problem when all of them try to, like, um, be the hero of the team, but it's probably just not going to work. Probably won't. And how um, the Celtics are currently ranked number five on the Like they're so like, yeah, the Celtics, they're still in playoff contention. They're number five as of right now, but like early on, like we struggled at the beginning because of injury, but now we're like getting back in the groove because Kemba back. And he's making things easier. When Kemba was gone and him and like him trying to return, it just affected like the chemistry a little bit. But um, yeah. Um, how many games behind the Celtics are? They're actually not that far behind. They're only one game behind the Atlanta Hawks, which is. Led by Trey Young, so we're like right over the five hundred mark, and if we some if Atlanta loses their next game and we win, that'll put us in the fourth spot. But say if playoffs were to happen right now, based off the seeding, we will play with the Brooklyn Nets. Is mm-hmm. but that's not what we want early on, because they're only doing six teams this year I think but um most definitely we were the good ideal spot is to be definitely three or four that would because we don't want to play like Philadelphia or Brooklyn early on wait how does this work so I don't really understand a lot about about basketball but like is it like a bracket like a table like full teams like how does that work so basically there's about there's 15 teams in each thing and so there's 15 east coast teams and 15 west coast teams 
and it's like a table of all their records. And the way the playoffs go, they'll usually they cut it off at eight. So there's eight teams that make playoffs. But usually, but I think they're doing six this year because of COVID, but I'm not sure. But um, the top seed will go against the lowest seed, and they'll play the best first team to win four games. And then that's how it would go. Like, it'll go one and eight, two and seven, three and six, and each. And you got to be the first team to win four games. So that could go all the way up to seven games. If each team wins three, that's why game seven would be the tiebreaker. But as long as each team wins four games in advance, and then you go to the Eastern finals and then the championship, which is the whole thing. Is NBA still in a, a bubble or are they like free to do what they want? But they're actually out of the bubble. They travel, but I'm pretty sure, like, they keep the traveling to, like, a minimum. So, like, they will play, like, maybe the same team twice in a row or something. Oh, yeah. Just, like, being in the airport and flying around. Yeah. And um, for UFC, are they still on that fight island? I know, like, Dana White had some violence somewhere. Are they still um, in that? Um, so, no, they moved to Texas because Texas, um, there's no, like, COVID regulations or anything, so they can actually have a attendance for, like, the fights and stuff and have fans come, and it's just better for, like, the UFC business in general. So they moved it there instead of us. They're in Abu Dhabi, but now they're in Abu Dhabi. I saw some videos of YouTubers like touring that and Khabib was there for that fight. It was um, pretty cool to watch the fight. Wait, could you say that again? My bad. Uh, I was saying that just saw some. Um, YouTubers, they were, um, they toured uh, Fight Island because they were like, you know, it was a pretty cool place just dedicated to like, one whole thing, like hotels and stuff. Yeah, you talking about the Nelk Boys or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're close friends with them. You know, Thanks for very, thank you very much for joining us on the episode of The Countdown from me, myself, Jeffrey, Matthew, Kyle, Sergi, and Casey. And you've been listening to The Countdown on Raider Radio, WRDR, April 15th. Join us for the next episode on The Countdown on Tuesday, April 27th, after vacation.